Dungeoneers. Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that wants to explore the terror behind the best horror stories out there. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, the Lovecraftian horror fan who's stuck running a fun little innocent family-friendly podcast. And I'm joined, as always, by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel over here. Uh, Daniel, uh, what's your favorite horror story or movie that you've ever seen? I'm, I'm almost kind of afraid to talk about it, but um, it's just, it really scares me. Okay, I'll just say it. <clears throat> the 1997 Wiggles movie, The <laughs> Wiggles movie, oh, is no. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Figured it was going to be something like that. <laughs> it's a lot of colors and an obscene amount of death. They're just like, there's a scene where they're like, please, sir, please just help help us save our children. And they're just like, hot potato, hot potato. And then they pu- pull the pin out of a grenade and they, and they, uh, yeah, and they, they destroy everything. <laughs> True story. Don't, <laughs> don't look it up. <laughs> yeah, please don't look it up. Otherwise, yeah. Anyway. Oh my well, moving on. Janelle is here as well. Uh, Janelle, do you have a favorite? Real answer, please. I am not a fan of horror movies or shows. Not even like a, a tiny bit? Like not even one you've seen that you've enjoyed despite not being into the genre? Oh, I mean like they give me nightmares. Oh. <laughs> Uh, because my brain thinks it's funny to be mean. No, some of the the most traumatizing one I think I've watched, and purely because it wasn't actually that scary of a movie, but like I watched it when I was in like I don't know second grade or something stupid like that was Signs, the alien one. Oh, I love that movie. So that was good, and I had to sleep with like a huge thing of water next to my bed every night for quite a while. <laughs> and then The Conjuring I watched, and then had a had a lovely nightmare in college and I never left my closet after the open after this, but we had a shelf in our closet and I had a dream that she was sitting on the shelf in the closet, staring at me on my top bunk. And that was, that was a good time. I enjoy <laughs> them. I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I thought for sure she was going to say the 2003 film, the rescue heroes <sighs> movie. Okay, moving on. That wasn't even yeah. worth it. Yeah. yeah no, I, I feel you. I feel you on signs because I, I <laughs> loved that movie. But then when I was growing up, I grew up out in the country with cornfields on three edges of our property. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was fun. Anyway, so moving on from that, Nate is here and I'm I'm pretty sure he doesn't even watch real television. The only TV shows I think I've watched were just Altered Carbon and Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who's terrifying. There's a few Doctor Who that are, are pretty yeah. like intense. Oh, like yeah. that, that first one with the plastic people. Ugh. That's then creepy. The only horror show I've ever watched is probably that Alice in Wonderland remake. <laughs> the one with Johnny Depp? No. The one with like the where Alice becomes a bloodthirsty killer and goes around killing people in Wonderland. Is this like a Oh, I think I saw that. It is was this like a, a direct to DVD C movie or what? I've never heard of this. I don't remember. I saw it when I was like 10. Yeah. Yeah, this this really re- reminds me a lot of the 2000 film Blues Clues Blues Big Get Musical. out of here. <laughs> Dan, leave. I can play Gunner. You leave. Yeah. No. Let me stay. 
I'll be good. I promise. I think better. I'd be a better gunner. I'd be quieter. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> oh my god. Well, anyway, Joel is here too. Not Daniel. No answers from Daniel. Joel, do you happen to have a favorite, or do your interests sort of lie elsewhere? Yeah, like a few of our other friends here. I'm not really into like the the horror television shows or or stories and stuff but uh i do i do or i have been known to play a few uh video games and i gotta say i, I really like uh the original silent hill oh really yeah it's a good one yeah that actually really is a good one it's very atmospheric and psychological yeah you know what that's a good choice i like that oh i wasn't trying to impress you so i don't really care <laughs> oh god <laughs> You know, I feel like I'm living out a horror movie because none, <laughs> none of my friends respect me. <laughs> it's just like in the 2000. No, continue. We're moving on. <laughs> and finally, we have AJ. World. AJ, what is your favorite horror story or movie? I'm stuck in one right now. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite actually is a little um, ironic in the way that I became my favorite. Erotic? No, ironic. ironic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you misheard Josh when he said horror. <laughs> oh God! Uh, no, it's a, it's a bit ironic the way it became my favorite. I actually I really like the Resident Evil series mostly because I was actually terrified as a kid in middle school. I went to a sleepover, and for some reason, it, you know, we were up to like one a.m. or two a.m. And this is like the first real horror movie I ever saw because I, I didn't like horror stuff. It scared me. Halloween was a little bit iffy for me walking outside and all the costumes. And I I was devastated at the fact that they wanted to do that one, but I didn't want to be the odd one out. So I said, yeah, sure. And we were watching it. I had nightmares for like two years after that. Mm-hmm. And just anytime at night, I would have to like cover up with covers and stuff like that to get through it. However, at one point on TV, I saw it and I just said, no, and I'm I'm going to watch it. Because I hated what it was happening, and so I, I watched it all the way through. I knew roughly it was going to happen, and I muscled through. And then I watched the next one, the whole series, and it's become my favorite series of all time. So, are the movies really horror movies? I, I've never seen them, but I, I thought they were more action movies. Well, yeah, but it's it's a zombie apocalypse, uh, but it's action. It's like an action thriller, but it's zombie apocalypse. And anybody who doesn't like, you know, physical gore or the zombies in general or or disease or stuff like that, that's that's pretty epic in terms of that stuff, especially for like a middle schooler. The real horror portion of it is what they did to the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my favorite. Okay, cool. And I'm going to move on before Daniel has a chance to interject. Good call. 1998 Barney's Great Adventure. Eat it. <laughs> god damn it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've I I, I like horror uh, horror movies to a degree. Like not gory ones, but I like ones that are kind of creepy. As you can tell, based on our last episode, mm-hmm. I thought that was a, that was a pretty horrifying experience for your your poor little characters. Their minds just can't take it. The wee babs. But that's that's what I love about D&D. You can tell pretty much any story you want with just a few dice rolls. Uh, sp- speaking of rolls, Josh, why don't we uh, roll right into our recap? AJ, it's way too early to start the episode. What are you talking about? Oh, I, haven't even my, asked my you, I haven't even asked you guys how you guys are doing this week. I'm supposed to start the episode, and then I ask you guys how you're doing this week, 
And then an axe murderer comes in and kills all of you because this is actually a horror story. Oh, I ruined it. Oh, I, was, I was doing my yes, job. Yes, you did. And guess what? Now we actually have to play D&D. Wait, uh, so Theo was the murderer all along? <laughs> yes. May- maybe. Maybe oh, that's no. why he was sad was because he didn't like have his party die. It's just like the 2019 Peppa Pig. I'm going to kill him. No. <laughs> he can't escape me. I'm going to be the new horror story. Oh, listen, I, I, I'm going to come forward and be honest. I've spent this entire intro just Googling children's movies to reference. I don't know what any of you said. And you know what? I'm not mad about it. Well, all right, let's... Get me let's, wet, Josh. There we go. Let's get going. Let's get Daniel wet with blood, <laughs> much like Carrie from the movie of the same title. It's not a spoiler because that movie's really, really old, and so is the book. Just say corn. So let's move on. Let's move into the story. But before we do, I'm going to give a quick recap, and then we will jump back into the action. So last week, you guys continued your fight with Mr. Smills as he turned into some sort of horrible monstrosity, kind of gained more power, and you just annihilated him. He didn't stand a chance, although he did manage to take Aegon down a few pegs. But after killing him, you searched his house for more information. You raided his desk and you found some some documentation for some properties in other kingdoms. And that was really about all you had time to look for before you heard the guardsmen outside the home call for you to come out and surrender or they would kill you. So let's jump back into our scene. We have Vez and Theo upstairs sharing an emotional moment. They're a little overwhelmed by the situation that they found themselves in. It's been a tough few days. We have Jasper messing around with the gun that he had just found, trying to learn its intricacies, get a little more information on it. We have Aegon, packing up his stuff, preparing for a, a trip to go investigate Lady Hecate to make sure she's still okay after Smills had mentioned taking her out. Not to dinner, killing her. <laughs> and Gunner standing in the main room closest to the main door. And Captain Gregory of the Guard shouts loudly, telling you to surrender. So what do you do? Gunner is immediately going to whisper to Aegon, I think... This is our cue to go into the sewers. Yes, we should hurry up and leave. When Vez hears the knock and the shouting, her head pops back away in shock. She looks at Theo, grabs his hand, and just takes off down the stairs. There is, a, there is a window facing the street from the bedroom, if you want to peek out that. Just giving you the option. Uh, no, she has very bad luck with peeking okay. out windows. <laughs> <laughs> Theo falls, uh, motioning to Tuo to come, but not yelling or anything. So remember, this entire house is still pretty dark, unless you have a torch lighting the way for you. Just be aware of that. Gotcha. Probably then, uh, if it's, it's pretty dark, Theo realizes that Vez is, is sort of grasping a little bit. He gets in front to walk the rest of the way with his dark vision. So Vez, are you carrying the torch still? No. No, I don't think so. Well, do you, like, who has the lit torch then? I'm guessing I have the lit torch. Okay. So you guys kind of sneak your way down the stairwell, 
and you hear the voice outside. I'm not going to warn you again. Uh, I think Theo's just going to go and run and grab the body and and the head, and he's just going to run down the stairs of the basement. Yeah, just follow. I would agree. Just keep swimming. Mm-hmm. You hear a shattering of glass as a crossbow bolt flies into one of the windows and cracks it, and some of the pieces fall and hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, better get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we definitely exit stage left. <laughs> okay, so you guys all pile down into the basement, past all the old, old supplies, like the rotted food stored in the basement, and you crawl down into the dwarven tunnels. Do you, and uh, I presume you're going to close the entrance to the tunnels as well? Yes. Yep. Okay. So you guys go down, you close it, and you are back in the semi-flooded dwarven tunnels. I said the ground is, the water has gotten a little bit higher. It's probably about an inch now. The walls are just, the cobwebs in the walls are draped against the marble. And you could hear like the streams of water flowing from the street above, out of the walls and pooling on the floor. And there's a little bit of a current. Gunner says, we can't waste any time. We have to jog or at least walk briskly on our way to Lady Hecate. For two reasons. One, I don't want to get caught and skinned. And two, <laughs> I want to make sure that she is okay. And Fergus, I guess, too. Yeah, Theo is just charging down the tunnel, maybe behind somebody because he doesn't exactly remember the way, but he's, he's charging as fast as he can behind the person in front. Gotta go fast. <laughs> is Master the cat still with us? Does Master seem to have, like, is Master seem to be like a normal cat again? I mean, they normally, yeah, they, he normally uh, acts like a normal cat, but yeah, he's not like trying to lead you anywhere. He's just sitting on Jasper's shoulder, but uh, he's just looking around. He's not like trying to lead you anywhere. So you can figure that Lady Hecate is not offering any guidance as of the, this moment. Okay. Who has the best tracking? <laughs> I mean, can we make a check as a group? Yeah, you guys can make a group survival check. Like shouting to each other. It was this way. Yeah. No, this way. <laughs> All right. I got a 16. 13? Uh, that is a 12 for me. 17. Theo got a 20 total. Oh, nice. So I think you get, you guys are good. Yay. So you guys are able to make your way through tunnels. You avoid the area that you went to earlier with the rats. And in fact, you actually hear uh, some larger than normal rats down a passageway, but you duck out of the way and you avoid that as well and after a little while you make your way through this labyrinth underground and you get back to the scorched walls underneath Lady Hecate's palace <laughs> and Vez is able to pinpoint where the Ilsori ceiling is is our rope still there? no no okay so she quickly pops up through the ceiling, tempts, I guess, to tie the rope. I, I'm sure I'll need to roll for that to let everybody else get up. Well, so you, first of all, you pop up through the floor. Oh, no. And you see the dungeon just as you had seen it before and also just like before. You hear the clicking as crossbows are lifted and pointed at you. And you hear, Hey, what are you... Oh, I... 
I just got the weirdest sense of deja vu. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to be somebody different. I was so worried for this. <laughs> and you're, you're looking at a bloodied and burned Steve and Richard. Oh, no. They, besides, no, they look fine. It's all superficial. Okay. But they're pointing, <laughs> they look terrified and they're pointing their crossbows and they're like, oh my goodness, so glad it's you. And I am so glad that it's you. <laughs> when they both put their crossbows down and they like, they sink down and sit down on the floor with their like hands on their chests, like, oh my God. Please help me tie this. Everyone else is down there. Yeah, we got you. Thank you. So they they help you tie it up, and they help everyone climb back into this uh, cell in the dungeon. Theo puts the body and the head just to the side, trying not to. And you know. Richard's like, "Is is that? Oh my god!" And he he stumbles back, and Stephen comes over. He's like, "What are you looking at?" He goes and he throws up in a corner. Yeah, well, well, you know, he um. Richard throws up on Gunner. He... <laughs> okay, f- first of all... No, I'm kidding. He doesn't do that. He throws okay. off. He throws up at your feet. <laughs> well, you know, uh, smells. He he smelt it. We dealt it. Gunner, that wasn't funny. I used to be friends with that guy. I don't think this was the guy you were friends with. I think he's been... I don't know if he's been gone for some time now, and this is someone just using his persona, or if he has... Um, been taken over by something else, but I don't know if this makes you feel better or not, but I really don't think that's the person you grew up with. Okay, so then Richard looks over at Stephen, and he kind of gives him a look, and he says, So, Stephen, you know, do you think, do you think Smells was maybe a, uh, and Stephen looks at him, and he says, uh, no, I, I don't think so. He, he wouldn't look like that if he was changeling oh okay and they uh, they both just kind of look at the body and then they look back at you guys and then they look at the body again then they look back at you guys and then they look at your wounds and the fact that you guys are covered in blood so uh there's uh lady hecate is she okay and they kind of share a glance and they say kind of is she alive and uh steven says uh for for now, yeah, but don't we don't know how much longer that's gonna last? I mean, there was a, like, yeah, I mean we were posted nearby, and Lady Hecate had a meeting with Smills and Gregory, and then we heard screams and shouts, and we ran into the room, and she was on the ground, bleeding, dying, and Theo steps forward real quick. Where is she? And he, he reaches into his pack and gets out uh, his one vial of um, uh, health potion. Where is she? Um, she we, mo- we moved her to the medical ward. Show me now. This will help. Um, yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, wh- wh- what is that? It's a, uh, a red uh, uh, potion. They, uh, a potion. It's a potion. Come on. Gunnar quickly goes up to Theo. E- easy there, big guy. Leave it to the professionals and... Uh, Gunnar kind of gives a, a nod to Aegon. We got this. No no need to use that. We may need that for later. She might not have time. He, he like, shoves it towards Aegon. Aegon, please hurry. 
Oh, of course, Fio. We'll, we'll do everything we can. Okay, he gives it to you. Oh, oh, oh okay. Let's let, let, let's go then. And they uh, start to lead you guys up the stairs of the dungeon. And as they take you, Stephen looks back and says, "Yeah, and I, I highly doubt you're gonna have to worry about much. There are only two guards posted with her. Almost everyone else is out searching." Do you think you can distract the guards? Oh, we can definitely distract the guards. The rest of them went out to find the perpetrator. They met up with Gregory, and they are trying to search and find the perpetrator. So we shouldn't really have to worry too much about you guys hiding or laying low or anything like that. So let's just hurry. Can you all distract the guards, what little guards are here for us? Yeah, I think I think we can do that. Maybe we can send them out on the search themselves. Mm. Like see if they, they see if they can dig something up. Yeah, we just say say we got say we got orders from Lady Hecate herself because she's magic and he does sparkle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, let's go. So they lead you up and they do just that. They run into a few guards outside of Lady, Lady Hecate's room and they just kind of start yammering. And they're getting very animated. And the guards kind of look a little confused, but then they, they rush off and Richard and Stephen pretend to take up posts outside of Lady, Lady Hecate's room. And they kind of gesture for you guys to come around the corner. Let our Healy boys in first. Yeah, I think we go in. Yeah, inside. All right, so you guys file into Lady Hecate's uh, room in the medical ward. And there is no one else around but you see Lady Hecate laying on a bed. There are blood-stained sheets everywhere. She's just, she looks like she's a mess. And uh, Fergus is sitting next to the bed. He looks very worn down. He's covered in blood. It looks like uh, his robes are ripped and torn. And uh, he looks up at you guys with a very sad look in his eyes. And he just slowly shakes his head. No. Well, Aegon still wants to rush up to the bed, and can he do a medicine check to, well, I guess. Can he just see if she's still alive? Yeah, sure. That is 16. Okay, so you reach down, and you feel right around her neck, and her eyes snap open, and she says, I thought you were Theo. (laughs) (laughs) God dang it. No, no, it's it's me, Aegon. And uh, Fer- Fergus kind of breaks into a smile, and he's like, "She she t- she told me to pretend." <laughs> and Richard and Stephen look very confused because they they just like, what? <laughs> what? Mm. And yeah, Lady Hecate looks a little disappointed, and she's like, oh, "Whatever." And she sits up and adjusts herself in her bed. Theo looks over. He's like has his axe in his hand. He's ready for anything. His, his jaw <laughs> just dropped. <laughs> And he's just, he's bewildered, he's confused. He drops his axe, and he just rolls on the floor. He's lost his mind. He's just laughing his mind. He's just, like, crying, and he just, he can't handle himself. Well, Lady Hecate's like, well, I'm, I'm glad somebody seems to have been upset at my potential death. <laughs> I think Gunner shrugs his shoulders. He's like, eh. I've seen much better acting, for sure. <laughs> she gives him a stink eye. 
<laughs> he just rolls his eyes like, Ugh. He's like, well, for the record, I very nearly was dead. I was stabbed in the stomach with a rapier. Do you know how much that hurts? <laughs> we all just kind of look at each other and look back at her. <laughs> I, I was stabbed in the throat with a dart. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, ooh, scary. It's like, no, but luckily, as a mage, I have a selection of emergency health potions available. But as you know, those heal major wounds. And she kind of blanches and turns over the side of the bed and you hear her vomit into a bucket. Oh, God. And she waits a little bit and then sits back up. But some of the internal damage will last for quite a while. Maybe after a few months of healing and potion binging, maybe I'll be back to normal. You did well, by the way. I presume since you're here, you uh, survived. Gunner looks very proud of himself. Well, I don't want to brag, but yeah, somebody had to take him down. (laughs) Theo gets up and looks at Gunner. Uh, He just kind of shakes his head with a smile. Yeah, that was that was good. That was a good one. Um, Lady Hecate, <clears throat> uh, we have the body downstairs. Is, is that it? Um, it sounds like you were going to say something more. God, she's reaching for it <laughs> so hard. <laughs> and she's, she's like leaning forward a little bit, but then she looks really uncomfortable and she leans back. Uh, Fia steps up a couple places to get a little closer. She looks really excited. And I am very happy you are okay. And he leans forward towards her and then grabs the potion from Aegon and leans back. (laughs) (laughs) The look on her face, the disappointment is immeasurable. Ah, I've I've seen that look many a times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Fergus, Fergus says, I bet you have. (laughs) <laughs> Gunner uh, gives him the stink eye Fergus shrugs He's a teenage boy, he doesn't care Yeah uh, St- Steven, you you said uh, you, you think Smills was Still Smills' body, not a changeling And he, he looks he, He's like uh, I don't know why you're asking me, Theo I wouldn't know And he kind of like glances Between you and Lady Hecate Oh, uh, sorry, that was Vez Who I heard a rumor. (laughs) (laughs) She like, Vez like turns and like gives him a look because she's pretty sure that Steven knows, but not Richard. And she's like, Theo, maybe we should consult some of the the books that I'm sure Lady Hecate has in her library about such subjects. Right, that's what you said. And Lady Lady Hecate says... Yes, I think that would be the best idea. And she's looking between everyone. <laughs> I, I love this idea that there are different combinations of different people in this room who know different things, but none of them know that it's okay to tell other people these different things. <laughs> yeah, I think Gunner whispers something to Jasper. He says, uh, man, the, uh, the intensity in this room is kind of uh, kind of crazy. It's almost kind of cozy, toasty. You know what I mean? Yes, but it'd be better if someone just broke the silence so we could all just speak normally. And then Jasper just looks at him. Ah, yes. My cue, as always. And Gunnar pulls out the pan flute. 
and starts Jasper playing. Jasper immediately face palms. <laughs> Gunner plays his uh, a new tune he's been working on. It's called I'm Glad Nobody Died and We're All Here. It's a really long name for a song. As you're playing, after a little bit, you hear a voice from a bed that you'd previously missed tucked in the corner say, Hey, quiet down over there. Trying to sleep. And you look and you can see Laszlo kind of leaning up in his bed in the corner of the medical ward. Little little ways from you guys, away from Lady Hecti, obviously. Jasper runs over to see if Laszlo's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, hi, Jasper. And his eyes look a little unfocused. Looks like he's on some very heavy Renaissance-era painkillers. These pain meds are most insufficient. Let me get you some different ones. And I pull up my alchemical sets with my mortar and piston. Piston. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mortar and piston. And then begins synthesizing a better variation of the medicine that he's taking. Yeah, so Janelle, you uh, can you provide some world building for me since you're a pharmacist? Uh, oh, good. So I didn't do this. I didn't do this prep ahead of time. I really should have. But uh, what kind of medicine would be best for Renaissance era uh, usage? What was around that time? Uh, you had copious amounts of alcohol and most of your poppy derived drugs. Opium. Yeah. Okay, so he is on a lot of opium. So he's just sort of numbed, maybe drunk and numb would be. Yeah, Lady Hecate can't be drunk, but she's probably on opium too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we got to take Laszlo to yield Taco Bell after, <laughs> after his dosing. <laughs> what? <laughs> For the munchies, man. For yeah. the munchies, even though oh, that's no. a different, but that's yeah. That's a different drug. But... <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh no, whatever. This is why Daniel's not the pharmacist. This is why I'm not a pharmacist, and I I work with plastic instead. It's not on that good, good Mary J. Jasper runs over to Laszlo and starts making better medicine for him, and he's like, "Hey, Jasper, what, what happened? Last, last thing I saw was a, a thing. Shh. And then something. First. And something happened to me, and then." And then, and then there were cuts on me, and then, and then I woke up here. You were having a great time with the lady, and you tripped down the stairs. It was quite a bad fall, but don't worry, she didn't see. Oh, those must have been some, some sharp stairs. They were, <laughs> you know, needle-like, I'd say, honestly, rapier-sized. <laughs> oh, oh where, where's Mr. Smills? He was going to give me money to to go somewhere. Don't worry, he paid us in full. Oh, that's good. We'll split it with you. And he lays back and falls asleep with a content smile. <laughs> Jasper tucks him in. <laughs> that's sweet. So Lady Hecate, having enough of the attention diverted from her, says, Well, alrighty, so what's uh, what's your next plan then? There really isn't a whole lot left to do, but... um. Well, honestly, if you could take care of my rogue guard problem, I I think that would wrap up the loose ends here. What what happened? All we heard was that he knows, and that's the last we heard. What happened? That was the last message I could conjure, and I sent it to save you. And her finger lingers on Theo, but then she like quickly moves it to point to everyone else. Is <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I could do before. Smills lunged forward and stabbed me in the chest with his rapier. 
And then I was, as I was laying there bleeding on the ground, I saw him say something to Gregory or whoever was taking Gregory's form. And he looked scared. And then Smills just walked forward. And I don't know, maybe it was because I was bleeding out. But space kind of like it seemed like the world folded around him and he just disappeared. And Fergus says, he, he also stabbed me, too. Well, yeah, it wasn't fatal, though. I didn't think it was worth mentioning. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fergus, but where yeah, did he then, stab you? Uh, what? Where You said he stabbed you. I want to hear your part of the story, too. So she's intentionally interrupting Lady Hecate because she just, like, okay. <laughs> skimmed over Fergus like he didn't matter. And it's kind of like the older sibling thing where, like, Vez is allowed to be mean to him, but nobody else uh, okay. is allowed to be mean to him. <laughs> Fergus looks really confused for a second, but then he's like, uh, well, yeah, he went after Lady Hecate and she used magic and pushed him. It was It was actually pretty epic. Like she used magic to push him back, and then I hit him with a with a burning hands, and Hecate bumps in. And is like, yeah, and you burned a lot of my furniture. Well, yeah, I also burned him, and then he came at me and slashed me a few times, and well, I uh, you ran away into the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very upset. <laughs> At that moment, Theo steps forward and just like gently uh, gets beside Vez and and reaches his hand out and said, "No, Fergus, you did well." And he reaches his hand out for for a handshake. That's what heroes do. And he looks up at you, very grateful. All all the resentment he has towards the party melts away in that moment. And uh, Lady Hecate says, "Okay, so yeah, that extra stuff happened." <laughs> And, and then Gregory just turned around and left me there on the floor. He just climbed out the window right there. Do you want us to apprehend him or? Well, obviously he's involved. I mean. I mean, like apprehend or, or dispose of, you know. And he well, does like the, the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and like next to the points to his axe. And... No, well, if you can apprehend him because he's the last like link we have about anything here. Theo puts out his hand. Do you do you think this would work? And he holds out the ball that he got from the shop. Or do you think he's too strong? You mean the ball that Josh 100% thought you were going to use round 1 against Smills? <laughs> yes, that one. The one that I that AJ forgot to use <laughs> for Theo's character. Yeah, you even you even foreshadowed it. I did. I did. I totally forgot to use it. <laughs> So, yeah, that, that's the ball. That's the one. Um, okay. he, he holds it out to... So is, or do you think... So, or, remind, remind the audience, because you keep calling it the ball, but AJ, remind the audience what this is. Yeah, Josh, that's um, that's the, the one ball that I got from uh, the shop. Uh, it's the iron bands of binding. It's that three-inch wide iron sphere, and he has to do a check to try to get out of it if I can throw it at him. Yeah, because like, it like unravels into a bunch of wires and just binds around him, which would have been... Very effective against Smills. Right, right, right. Some could say it would have trivialized the fight and made Josh very angry. <laughs> See, that's what it was. I was Some people I was... are saying that, but not me. See, I knew that, and that's why I thought, you know, I'd make this fight better. Your and party that's... members could have died, AJ. Hey, them's the breaks. That's, that's yeah. showbiz. 
Wow. He's willing to make those sacrifices. It's for content, okay? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'll show you content. Oh, no. Anyways, yeah, so he holds that out and asks her if if he'll be, if it'll work, or does she think he's too strong? She she looks up and she says, talking about Gregory. Yeah, I I don't know. He's, you know, he's a guard. He could be like a weightlifter, but like super toned. She's like, well... If he is a changeling, I'm not making any presumptions here. And she's like, she she looks at Vaz and then very quickly makes sure she's not looking at anybody. He may not be the same strength level that he appears to be. I don't know. I'm just saying. Vaz just slightly like kind of shrugs her shoulders in agreeance, but doesn't make it. She's like, like, you know, he could be strong or he could be very weak. It's I, I I don't know. He could also be stronger than he looks. That, that, that's a good point. All right. Well. I mean, it's, it's worth a shot. Or you could beat him into submission. That could work, too. He shouldn't blow up, so that's a positive. And seeing as you survived Mr. Smills, and he was being manipulated by Smills, I bet that you will be able to handle this. Yeah, but why don't we just throw Smills' head at him? See, see what he does when he sees that. I, I, I don't know if that would be a good idea, Gunner. There, there are other guards around. Lady, he- Lady Hecate says, Well, I agree with Aegon. The other guards are not aware of Smills' involvement. Well, I'm just trying to be creative. Do you have any leverage on him? On, on whoever's Gregory now? Possibly, but it's something that would be 100% bluffing. But as long as he doesn't know... Okay, so we're not going to throw the head then? (sighs) Darn. Connor, dude. What? Not the time. It's the perfect time. What else would we use it for? The the ball... Oh. Let's just go. We know where it is. Theo, you have to use your resources. It's, It's very important. How do you all suggest getting him in such a place where we can capture him without having to potentially hurt anyone else in the process. Well, think of something. <laughs> I'm so. injured. I'm injured. I am I am incapacitated. I'm in my be- I am bedridden. I am in pain and in need of company. And she tries to scoot <laughs> over in her bed a little bit. Jesus. <laughs> What the heck? Vez rolls her eyes as hard as she possibly can. And um, <laughs> so you calling him here again is, I guess, out of the question because I don't think he'd show up, but... <sighs> yes, I suppose I could call him here. Would he even come, though, if he saw what happened to you and he knows that you saw what happened? And uh, uh, I'm just confused. She makes a big proclamation in front of... She points at Aegon. He makes a very good point. This is all on you now, Vez. Oh, my God. You're the master planner, Vez. Yes, I think I, I think am. you know what you're doing. You're right. Why don't uh-huh. you take it away? I think Why I have don't an idea. You... Yes, please, God. Yes. <laughs> we'll send Theo out, and he'll say that he, he will only surrender to Gregory. Oh, okay. Yes, and, and, then, and then you'll and throw then the what? ball at him. Mm. Oh, and then you guys will pop out and, and keep the other ones away? No, you're just, just dragging back just here. just me. And the other guards are just going to let that happen. Well, they shouldn't be there because you said you would only surrender to Gregory. Um, 
Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I mean, that tracks, yeah. Steven raises his hand and he says, well, I mean, it's very far-fetched, but you could always set up a specific meeting place and say that you'll only show up if he's there. And he has to come alone. <gasps> I, I I know. Ooh, why don't we set it up in that little... It's a little, uh, oh, oh, what was his name? The House by the Windmill, where Aegon and I had had our arm wrestling match. Oh. Maybe we could set it up there. Farmer Trevor's it, house. Yes, that dirtbag. Yeah, we could use his house for something useful other than housing an idiot. <laughs> so um, Lady Hecate pipes up and she says, before you go any further, why the fuck would he come to you? Yeah, Phil, you should just go surrender to him. <laughs> Theo will pipe up. Uh, he's he's been thinking really, really hard. It takes a lot of energy uh, for him to think. <laughs> it's about as much it. energy as it takes Lady Hecate to think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> While she's bedridden. Yeah. 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 But um, he'll he'll pipe up and he'll look to Vez mm-hmm. and say, um, Vez, mm-hmm. I I think we can trust these people here if you'll allow me to say something. She looks at him and then she looks at um Richard and she's like. Hold on to your pants, sir, because we're going to play a game that's called Revealing All the Big Secrets. I I know why he's going to come to us. Because Vez is going to look like Smills. And then he hands the ball to her. And then I just turn into Smills. <laughs> crap. <laughs> Fia looks over at Jess, she's like, uh, crap. Um... And then Vez also, like, I guess Jasper's next to us, takes her hand and, like, moves it across Jasper so that it kind of, like, shows that his illusion isn't always the best. Speaking of which, Ferguson, here's your medicine. My, my name's Fergus. <laughs> Fergus, here's your medicine. Just Fergus. My, my father's name wasn't Fergus as well. Here's your medicine. Same thing as Laszlo. It'll make I, you feel I, better. Well, I the, the healing potion actually healed me up pretty good because it was mostly... <laughs> superficial because my robes are actually kind of thick so like when it oh cut through it like cut through like cloth okay and we, kind we, of we get my hey, skin. Bud, hey bud hey bud we get, we get it all right that's that, that's cool i'm very proud of you yeah good job all right well my thank you gunner my, my point still stands um the thing is this ball needs to be thrown really well i don't know how how good you can throw jasper but i think Vez could throw a little better and can be a little more convincing in her disguise. Jasper attempts to throw the uh, the medicine near Fergus, and <laughs> it immediately goes backwards. That's where Laszlo is. <laughs> good try. Good, good try, bud. Good try. Uh, Vez, if you will. She nods. Um, uh, and she like takes her like her outer. Wait, and then Lady, Lady Hecate sits up and she's like, "Wait a second. And her, her pupils pupils are a little dilated from the OPM. She's like, what if you guys both go with Smells and you confuse <laughs> him? That would be fun, actually. And then he won't know which one's the real one. It sounds convoluted. <laughs> we could play like a horror game with him and have Smills bring him in one room and then go into one room and then appear somewhere else. <laughs> Vez, oh, she, she, she points at Vez. She's like, so mind games. I like that. Vez... <laughs> Why you? Jasper now just smiles very big <laughs> and says, Lady Hecate, I didn't offer you some medicine. Here, this should help with the pain and would also reduce your drowsiness. As Jasper she, she, now smiles. 
She takes it out of your hands before you're even done speaking. Anyway, Theo still hands the ball over. Fergus breaks in and he says, Oh, okay, so drug-addled opinions aside, and he tries not to look at Lady Hecate, what, 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 what's your plan? Vez, like, do you have, like, magic you can use? Yes, Or is it, I like, just, do. is it just Jasper? Is he going to cast a spell on you? No, I have magic also. I just, it, it, it's only one very specific spell, which is kind of disappointing. Do you guys have any different size clothes? <laughs> uh, well, if you need di uh, different clothes, like, you can, you said you have Smills' body. Yeah, that's a really gross but good point. I mean, we can wash it. Yeah, let's do that. Like, honestly, they're probably going to be searching for you for a while. Um, let's go wash the clothes. Not it anymore. <laughs> Jasper's taking out the ring. He's not going to do it anymore. Nope, he's not putting on that disgusting clothes. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Well, you don't have to. You can just disguise your own clothes, right? Yep, but now he's just out of the plan. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> cool. So we got, I think we have a plan then, yeah? Yeah. So you're going to take Smells' clothes, the ones that are all, like, messed up and, like, burned up so it looks like he, had, he did just after his encounter with you guys. You're going to come up with some sort of plan to get close to Gregory, and then you're just going to launch your assault and kind of just play it by ear and see how things go, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, I think so. Yeah. All righty. So Lady Hecate looks at all of you guys. Her eyelids are starting to get a little heavy. And she says, all right, well, best of luck to you. You know, have have fun and try to bring him back if you can, because I have a lot of questions for him. And she falls back into the bed and falls asleep. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net. The songs Waterkeep and Weirder Things 2 are from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.